the greatness that is Connor Letourneau is joining me on Locked on Warriors today. We're going to cover everything, what's to come, what's going on behind the scenes, the man's an insider. Let's do this. It is Locked on Warriors. You are Locked on Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Connor Letourneau of the San Francisco, San Francisco Chronicle joins me. You can follow him on Twitter at Con underscore Cron. How you doing, brother? Good to see you. I'm good, man. Good to good to be here. Uh, real quick, want to just you know compliment you on what you've been doing with the pod. You and Dieter have been doing an awesome job. I listen almost Thanks, every day. Been listening to to the pod for a couple of years now. Obviously, I was good friends with Wes, and he did an amazing yeah. job. And then you guys have filled in for him admirably. So um, it's, Thanks, been, dude. it's been awesome. Thanks, man. The check's in the mail. It'll be there soon. Thanks so much for <laughs> saying that. Uh, no, man, that's really sweet of you and kind of you. Um, and, and I'm so stoked to have you on just because like, you you literally travel with the team. You are the epitome of an insider. Um, you joined me before a couple times with uh, Rick Barry. Um, so thanks for coming on just with me solo. I know the the, the cachet is not quite the same, but um, at least we have the platform locked on Warriors. First things first, man, I got a random question for you. I always have I'm, like you, you're a journalist. I'm a journalist. And so we have curious minds and sometimes unusual, peculiar questions creep into the noggin there. What is going on with Kenny Atkinson, dude? He's been out for like a month and a half, two months. All I heard was he he got a knee injury. I never heard specifics. He's a brilliant mind. Um, what's go? Why is he not rejoined the team? Like, what's going on there? Yeah. So I, you know, just for our listeners, so they know, uh, you know, I was in the sports enterprise role, uh, and right now I'm kind of helping out more with the Warriors beat. So until recently, I wasn't around the Warriors every day, right? Uh, for most of the season, so I don't have like the most up to date information on him. All I know is that it was a serious leg injury. Um, he's still not able to travel with the team. He's still not able to be around the team. The hope is that he'll be around soon. Um, but my understanding is he's still been pretty active in terms of Zoom, being involved in Zoom meetings with the coaches, and, and he's still in Steve Kerr's ear every single day. So he's still making gotcha. an imprint and an impression um, with some of the decisions that they're making, but he's not able to be there every day, which is, which is a huge – setback i think in certain ways because he's a huge player development guy um, right he's worked with a couple he's supposed to be working with a couple of their key young guys so for him to not be there hands-on going through you know warm-ups and workouts with them is unfortunate but uh you know and the interesting thing is like despite him being gone i'm so I'm, I'm seeing his name mentioned for coaching openings you know like he's i saw a thing that had him as the front runner for the king's opening um wow even though he's not able to coach right now dude that, and that's that just i mean that all that does is increase my curiosity like what kind of leg injury does someone suffer where they can't be with the team that's really like weird to me um i don't yeah any any speculation anything you've heard i mean i, 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 not around much. I, I don't have more detail oh, man. That. i could that, that, just... that happened before i was around the team a lot again so and i, I gotta i gotta Oh, sorry. And I got to admit my naivety until you told me uh, during one of the last podcasts we did that you're uh, you've been promoted to be the enterprise reporter for the San Francisco Chronicle. And, and Matt, congrats on that. I'd never heard that term. I, I, I'm guessing you're like a feature writer, right? You have some creative freedom in terms of the content you're producing. You're doing profile pieces. Um, and then now you're back on the beat. 
yeah. I guess I should ask you a random journalism question. What do you like better? Like, like what, what is more fulfilling for you? Well, I mean, I, I really enjoyed the beat. I was on the beat for five years. Uh, it was, a, you know, an unbelievable life experience, something I would, wouldn't trade for the world. Uh, but I was v- very much excited uh, to be moved into this sports enterprise role. I'm, anyone who's followed my coverage knows that uh, I'm probably most passionate about my long form stuff, like bigger pieces. Uh, and this role allows me to uh, focus exclusively on that. So, um, you know, before I moved back to help out a little bit temporarily with Warriors, I was exclusively writing, you know, longer form pieces on any topic uh, in Barry sports. I was writing about minor league hockey, um, you know, any anything that anything that there was an interesting story to t- anything where there was an, an interesting story to tell I was doing. And it, it's a lot of stuff for a one, like the front page of the paper and, you know, uh, centerpiece of the sports section. Um, but I'm I'm writing less, you know, I'm writing like three to three, to, three times a week as opposed to three to four times a day. You know, So, yeah, yeah. I can I can imagine the grind of being a beat reporter gets to you after a while. I mean, you're traveling with the team. It's you know you're not probably not getting the rest you need. Yeah. Um. And, and and you just recently got and this is part of the reason why I love that you're doing what you're doing and and I'm stoked that the San Francisco Chronicle actually pays for someone to travel with the team because you're really gaining insights that you otherwise wouldn't. Um. You, you were traveling with the team on this this five game road trip recently, and the Toronto part of it was peculiar in the sense that half the team basically didn't go. Uh, they didn't want to take any risks. In hindsight, maybe that was a good decision because of Andrew Wiggins uh, being placed into the, the the safety health protocol thing. I, I'm blanking on the official name of that. Uh, tell us about your experience, man. You went through that. You, you, you're you telling me off the air you, you had potentially had a COVID scare. What was that experience like for you and with the team? Yeah, it was honestly, it was the most logistically complex uh, road trip of my beat writing career. Um, wow just because there was so much that went along with uh, getting to Canada right now. Um, I actually had gone to Montreal back in August with some friends and we drove across the border and it, it was even more difficult now, uh, significantly more difficult. Now uh, yeah. you had to get tested to get across the border. You had to get tested uh, within 72 hours of crossing the border. On top of that, you had to have fill out a bunch of information on this, this app called the Arabican app. Um, but then the really hard part was once you got to Canada, you had to get tested, uh, within 24 hours of leaving. So in a lot of these tests, don't, they don't turn out the results that quickly. So, um, you, you know, to, to meet their, their standards. So that was a little nerve wracking in terms of like, am I going to be stuck in Canada? Oh. Uh, and on top of that, uh, because there was a spike in Toronto of cases, uh, the Raptors had just started to limit capacity at 50% uh, that Saturday game against the Warriors. And that was also the first day that they started twice testing media. So we had to double test before the game. Wow. We had to get super early, do a rapid test, then do a PCR test before we could be let into media row. Um, and so <laughs> yeah. with, with all that being said, it's not surprising that, me and a shout out to the Mercury News. Their Mercury News writer was the only other beat writers there. Every other media outlet was like, you know, it's not worth it. <laughs> um, and I don't blame them. I don't blame right. them at all. Uh, but, you know, paper of record in the Bay Area, San Francisco Chronicle, we're at every game. That's our thing. Yeah. So we were going to be there. 
Um, but it was uh, there were times where I was like, is this really worth it? I mean, Steph's not playing, <laughs> Draymond's not playing, like right. just to watch Jonathan Kaminga get up some shots, like really, but you know, I'm glad <laughs> in, in retrospect, you know, it's there's something to be said for getting the dateline for being there, right? Yep. So Absolutely. I agree with you. We're joined by Connor Letourneau here on Locked on Warriors. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at con underscore cron. Um, and speaking of Kaminga, uh, I, I don't know what's going on with the Warriors where they're super young rookies, the future of this franchise, and, and the, 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 the specific players I'm referring to is Kaminga and James Wiseman. They're suffering these old man injuries, right? Like partially torn uh, a meniscus in your knee. Now Kaminga lower back tightness or whatever that was. Have you heard anything lately on Kaminga? Cause he barely played in that last game against the Kings and I haven't really heard much since. Uh, do you have any updates on that? Yeah, it's not, not anything serious. Um, I just, I just got a notification right now that uh, Andre Godala didn't practice today. So he's got that, oh. say, that, that infamous knee swelling that he often has. <laughs> I know, I love um, that. And that might be an issue again. And, and I think honestly, when the Warriors signed, Andre, they knew that they, the odds of him being available were 82 games was 0%. Like that he, you know, if you can have him 65 to 70% of the time, that's good. You know, given where yeah. he is in his career and, you know, when he has been available, he's been helpful. So I think it's still a win, especially on a veteran minimum deal. A hundred percent agreed. I just found out Andre Iguodala blocked me on Twitter. It's the first time a professional athlete's ever blocked me. And I don't even know why, because I've done nothing but show him love. He blocked me early last... in my, my beat writing career. So St- still blocked or did he unblock you? I haven't looked, honestly. Okay. Uh, he probably, I'm sure I'm still blocked. Uh, it makes me feel better really. though, man. At least I, I, th- I thought it was something personal. And then, D- and then Dieter mentioned he's really close friends with Kyrie Irving and I blasted Kyrie on social media. So that could be it. And, and by the way, I, you don't have to admit this or not, but my personal suspicion is that the Warriors are brilliant with the long game and looking toward the postseason and planning, planning accordingly for that. Um, the knee swelling, I'm doing air quotes for the podcast listeners. Brilliant to me because the man is what? 37, 38 years old. What's the point of playing him consistently during the regular season? Keep him fresh for when it counts. Right. Right. Um, I mean, that was their, their philosophy with him even before he, you know, left this last go around. Right. I mean, yeah, we just wanted him to be in tip top shape by the playoffs. I mean, you remember his last season with the Warriors during his last tenure with the Warriors, he wasn't that good during the regular season, but when the playoffs <laughs> came, when the playoffs came, he turned it up and he, right. you know, reminded us, Oh yeah, you're a really good NBA player. Um, and that made it worth it. Like you're worth the money. If you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's really, especially when you're talking about a team like this, that's competing for a championship. That's really all yeah. that matters. Absolutely. Uh, and we're going to pay some bills and come back with a uh, Connor Letourneau and Connor, you could join me on this if you want uh, for these live reads. I know the sponsors love it. Um, have you ever had Built Bar? I'm still waiting to try my first one. Have you ever tried one of those? Those uh... I did. I have because uh, Wes Goldberg, your predecessor, was on the yes. road a lot, and he was obsessed with them. Ate them all the time, <laughs> and so we would be we would be you know in like Milwaukee in a media room for hours and starving, and he would hand me a Built Bar, and it was helpful, you know. And oh. you know they're very filling. They're like they're like more filling than than Cliff Bars, which is saying a lot. Oh, um, yes. And they're they're good, so I, I'm a fan. 
And thank you for covering my pretty much my entire read. They're amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, while high in protein. Um, dude, you heard it from Connor Letourneau right there. They are filling, but they're amazingly healthy at the same time. Um, the bit, the part of the, the ad copy that always like makes me hungry is dipping, dipping the built bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa, letting it melt, and then giving your beverage a bit of that built bar flavor. All that does is make me want to have a built bar and hot cocoa at the same time. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Again, that promo code is LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Another random question for you, and I don't know if you can answer this or not. Again, this is just my weird brain at work. Uh, did we? Did anyone ever find out uh, what happened with Kelly Oubre just in the sense of the Warriors? Did they make an offer to him? Did Did they just say, good luck, peace? I mean, did you ever, did you ever find out what happened there? I'm just curious. I, I don't believe there was ever like a serious run at Kelly Oubre by the Warriors. I think, uh, I think it was pretty understood by the end of last season that he just wasn't a great fit. Um, right, both from an X's and O's standpoint, and also just I think a cultural standpoint. Um, right, he just he didn't really fit. Um, and you know I think the way he handled um, certain things, the way he handled coming off the bench and stuff, was not mm-hmm. what you want to be seeing. Uh, right, you know a general manager, and especially knowing that Clay was going to come back, and it just it just didn't make sense for either either party. And I know there were a lot of Warriors fans that wanted the Warriors to pull a rabbit out of their hat and orchestrate some sign and trade or something. Right. That was never going to happen um, <laughs> because that would have to be agreed to by his part. And that, that wasn't going to happen. And I was honestly surprised to see the contract he got um, in Charlotte. I, it was a lot yeah. more money than I thought he would get. Um, and I know not all that's guaranteed, um, but it just, it seemed like he ended up finding a pretty good situation for himself. And so so happy, so good for him, but um, I, I I wouldn't do it if I was. <laughs> uh, he has not proven that he's a winning player in the NBA, so he's never had a positive plus minus at any point in his career. And I wow. think he's kind of an empty stats guy, and I think his defense is overrated. So wow. I uh, I'm not a fan, to be honest. How do you really feel, Connor? What? <laughs> no, I in, in all honesty, man, I, I we talked about this before. The only negative for losing him was just the fact that you got no assets in return. Do you think do you think the Warriors are lucky in the sense that they replace them with an Otto Porter Jr., who's in my opinion a better, a much better fit and, and producing the way they want? Jordan Poole a year ago, we never expected him to arise to where he is where he is now. Do you think, in your opinion, is the Warriors brass like that brilliant? Are they lucky? Is it a combination of things? Like, what's your take on that? That's a that's a good question. You know, I, there's a reason why Bob Myers paid the big bucks. You know, yeah. and like I was not high on their offseason when it happened. You know, when when Same. they decided not to use the mid level, and they signed the, the pretty much the their whole offseason is just the draft and then uh, not making any trades in the draft and then uh, signing Porter and Belly and Iguodala. I was like, that's kind of underwhelming. Yeah. But in retrospect, you look at it and it feels brilliant, right? Mm-hmm. Got <laughs> someone in Porter 
who uh, is incredibly helpful, and also Belly, who's also very helpful because they're veteran uh, floor spacers who who know where to be on the floor at any given time, who who uh, you know make the right reads and uh, fit the system really well. You have them both on minimum deals, and then you have Andre, who obviously knows the system as well as anyone, and mm-hmm. has been helpful when he's very helpful when he's been playing. Um, and then Kaminga looks like a future stud. I mean, that, yes. that Toronto game, that was definitely the big takeaway is like, yes, he's still raw. Yes. He has a lot to figure out, but the upside is so there. And uh, I think he's incredibly intriguing and exciting. And then Moody, you know, he hasn't been as, as impressive in the, in the sense that he's had, but I still think he's going to be a very good player in this league. I think he's going to be a legitimate rotation player. And so, you know, and then you, and like you said, I, I think part of the the huge uh, win with letting Uber walk is you you cl- you open the door for Jordan Poole to, yeah. to take the next step. And you know, sometimes the best move is the the addition by subtraction. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, that's what the the Warriors did with clearing the way for Clay Thompson back in the day. People were really upset when they traded Monte Monte Ellis, but the you know, especially with who they got for that trade, but yeah. they the big win from that was that they they gave Clay Thompson more minutes, and and so if it's between Kelly Oubre or playing Jordan Poole more minutes right now, I'd much rather be playing Jordan Poole more minutes. Heck and, uh, yeah! Heck and yeah. so I, I think a lot of it is that Bob has a really good pulse on the player development side. He has a really good pulse on you know, how Steve is feeling about things. He, they, they communicate really well as an organization. So he knows a lot of things going on that, you know, obviously people from the outside would not be aware of. And that definitely, um, that definitely plays into his decision-making maybe more than the average general manager. I think some general managers are up there in their ivory tower, just kind of (laughs) making decisions, but he's around the team every day. Like you go to practice, he's there. You know, he's talking to guys every day. And I think that helps him make good decisions. And, you know, yes, the decisions he made this past offseason weren't splashy, but they were obviously the right decisions. And I did, I wrote a piece yesterday about they're not going to make any moves anytime soon for obvious reasons, uh, because there's not a glaring hole in this roster. And, and Bob Myers doesn't make moves just to make moves. That's that's very true. Um, and, and again, it's just in hindsight, I, I was with you. I was not impressed at all with the offseason. I was critical. I'm always going to admit when I was wrong and I was totally wrong about that. I was wrong about Jordan Poole. Um, yeah, it's crazy, man. And, and they're sitting here right now. Just half game out of first place. Um, I, I guess let me let me we'll take a quick break here and then we'll come back. Are you a gambling man, by the way? You bet. Uh, only when I'm in Vegas, but not not like casually enough. Fair enough. Well, I am, and I have an account with one of our official sponsors, betonline.ag. They have you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march uh, through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On. Again, that is Locked On. To receive that amazing 50% bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage 
of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online where the game starts. You are locked on Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Joined by, joined by Connor Letourneau here as we wrap things up. You can follow him on Twitter at Con underscore Cron. Um, the, the Warriors have some, uh, uh, some games coming up here uh, Thursday, uh, tomorrow. They're going to play the Memphis Grizzlies. And then Christmas Day, what's gonna what's appearing more so to be the headlining game for Christmas Day, and it really should be, uh, Warriors and Suns. Um, what are you seeing from that? In my opinion, the Grizzlies are a legitimate threat. I, th- I think they're already one of the best teams in the West, and looking ahead in the next few years, they're going to be the team, I think, in the West that's going to be a serious threat to the Warriors. I sound incredibly redundant there. I apologize. Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on, on these two upcoming games? They're big. Yeah, yeah. Um... First of all, with the Grizzlies, like I've, I, I really like that team. Um, they've always matched up really well historically with the Warriors. Um, yeah, just the their grinded out ethos and style is just always given the Warriors problems, no matter who their personnel is. Right, and uh, you know, obviously the Warriors, you know, the guys who are at least remaining from last season might have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, given that they ended the Warriors' season last season. So. I think yep. that'll be a fun like appetizer to the main course that is the Christmas Day game, um, and the fact that the Grizzlies have been winning without John Morant, I think, is is really impressive. And and yeah. the thing about them is like they don't have a ton of they don't have a ton of superstars. I think John Morant is on his way to being that, but yeah, he's not quite there yet. Right. And uh, but they just they're super they're super deep. It feels like every draft pick they make, whether or not it's in the mid to late first round, ends up being a really solid rotation guy and. Um, I really like, you know, what their front office is doing. So I think it'll be fun. And then as far as the Christmas Day game, um, I mean, definitely uh, quite the showcase game. I think the the league schedule makers have to be really happy with how this is shaping up. I think, you know, they were they're optimistic or hopeful that the Warriors would return to title contention. And this would be a matchup between two of the best teams. But, you know, the, the Suns have proven that last season was not a fluke. And yeah. the Warriors uh, have rebounded from two down years. So it's going to be really fun. Um, I think I still feel like Phoenix is their biggest test um, in the league right now. I think that if the Warriors don't win the title this season, they'll probably end up – it'll probably be because they lost to Phoenix in the, in hmm. the Western Conference Finals. I think that Phoenix is going to present more problems than anyone out of the East. So, um, you know, it'll be kind of a – a fun potential preview, I think, of, of the yeah. West finals. They play one more time in March, and um, I, I I think the Bucks are a real threat if they're ever going to be healthy too. But I'm with you on the Suns. I mean, they're to me they're the only team that's a, a real legitimate threat to the Warriors. Um, and, and before I let you go, anything you want to promote? I mean, you could read Connor Letourneau's content uh, with the San Francisco Chronicle. Subscribe, go to their website. Uh, anything else uh, going on with you? If if you would like to, yeah, I mean, just uh, you know, obviously, I got like everyone else, I got a big clay thing coming down the pipe. Uh, but uh, really. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's kind of working on a, a clay thing right now. Um, <laughs> you know, but, he's so uh, popular. He's so popular. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. I mean, everyone's curious what he's been up to the past two years. But uh, you know, and then Any beyond Rocco? that, a lot Any of piece? I'm still working on some non-warrior stuff. Um, 
you know, the fun thing about that enterprise role is I, I basically just find stuff I find interesting and write about it. So hopefully my Warriors followers aren't bored by, uh, <laughs> they're not, man. They're not. <laughs> is there, uh, is there any Rocco, uh, content included in that clay piece? Uh, TBD. I, I'm still working on it, so I don't know. Sounds good. Sounds good. Looking forward to reading that and so much more. And Connor, I hope you come on regularly, man. I mean, this, this, I would love to have you every yeah. week. I know you're busy. I was man. on, I can, you know, I don't know if you, how much you listened to your predecessor, but I was on I did. Tuesday. Uh, I know, I, I know. I, I saw that, but I didn't want to push it. Um, but <laughs> dude, I, I would I'm, I'm love to have you come on, on, man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a really big fan of what you guys have been doing. And, you know, uh, like I, I I'm not kidding. I listen every day. So. Thanks, man. That's, that's yeah. really kind of you. And and I hope everyone returns that favor by reading Connor's content every day. And again, for those listening, uh, if you're watching this, you can see Connor's name and handle right there. But on the podcast, his Twitter uh, handle is con underscore cron. Um, and to read all of his great content, I'm sure his Twitter account has that. Uh, I forgot to talk to you about all those Iman Shumpert comments. We'll save that for another show because I got to run. Um, he did this amazing interview, uh, but we'll, yeah, we'll, I'll bring you on again soon. And we'll have a, a lot of fun shows ahead of us. Um, so Dub Nation, before we go, uh, thanks for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. Uh, and I'll be back tomorrow um, to, to do more of a Grizzlies preview for you. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Thank you very much, Connor, and thank you very much, everyone. We'll see you soon.